Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 1st. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I am, uh, I gotta say, I'm worse for the wear and I didn't have a sip of alcohol yesterday. I just, I feel like I got just hit by a freight train today and uh, just tried to, tried to get back to, to normal life activities. I flew back to Central California super late. Super late. I'm excited it's the first of the month, but just uh, got in super late. My daughter got up super early, and my wife, who had my daughter for a little while had uh, you know, by herself, has zero sympathy for me. So I'm kind of getting, yeah. getting dragged around today and, uh, and just trying to, get, try, trying to get to the weekend here. What about you? Uh, we're good. I am. The weather has turned. The humidity is down. My windows are up. The football on my TV. We've reached September. It's the greatest golf month in the uh, calendar, at least for majority of the United States of America, where this resident, the re- you know, this audience resides. Uh, I wrote about this for the newsletter. You can read about it there. But I am just pumped. I'm in a very good mood. Uh, needless to say, you know, it's the first of the month, the best month. So I, I'm pumped about that. But full disclosure, this is being recorded. From my car at my son's practice. This is going to be summer Friday hours. Now we say that, you know. Last summer. It says last, last Friday. There we go. There we go. Last, last summer, summer Friday. Friday. Um, the last podcast recorded from this very car was the Kays Valley episode. Where we were screaming at my windshield, bobbing down Interstate 95. Now I'm stationary at practice. So I, su- I hope... And pray that the audio quality will not stoop to that disastrous level. But but that, those are circumstances well, around this episode. I think this is fitting. This is a fitting recording setting. States on both sides of the table here. We This is our last recording before our fifth anniversary. And this is a little bit of a throwback audio setup here where <laughs> it's not going to be good. There's, uh, I, you know, it's funny. I was thinking back to the, uh, to the, to the old shows, the early shows, the early days of the shotgun start, where both of us were very regularly worse for the wear, but due to do alcohol, you know, that's really subsided as we've as we've aged into our late thirties here. But uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. yeah. But there were fewer kids, fewer responsibilities, a lot more energy for those recordings. Uh, Well, sometimes Sometimes. even more energy, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I gotta go back to that first episode. I I I shudder to think of how we started that whole. Like, was there like a greetings? What what even happened there? So for people that are interested, it's not on um, the something that we switched podcast hosts. And we lost like our back catalog. I still have it. I still pay. Yeah. Well, no, I still pay. I still pay the like, I don't know. It's like 50 bucks a year or something for our old host. 
um, so that I have the archive. I just it's still there. If you're looking for any in in the lead up to the fifth anniversary, just I, I, maybe I'll post our first one. Um, but yeah, it was a much different show then. It was uh, it was drastic. I don't know different. if it was. I, don't, I mean, if it's slightly worse quality, but yeah, I don't know if it was. What, you know how stupid we were. Like, think about like why would we start a three day a week podcast like in September when like golf just like immediately the quarter where golf just doesn't matter. But we're well, going to try to do this like a bunch. Well, that's what everybody said that we, we weren't going to have enough was... material to to make it work. <laughs> and guess what? We proved them all wrong. The start of right. the start of our podcast was start of the content bonanza in golf. I think golf That's said, you like, know, they need to that we got to start feeding these guys material, or else they're going to fail. <laughs> and it blew up. So we'll have some uh, five year anniversary merchandise next week. Now, you know, this isn't a way for us to you know pay the tuition for our kids. Come on, this is, we're not buying a new boat. We're, on we're this tr- kind of stuff. trying to have some fun. Like get out of here. Yeah, it's a so it's we're all being idiots together, and there's stupid stuff. It's just the guy hats. It's woozy house hats. Map village that Jason Page created with Luckland and Piss Bear and all these other things. So that'll be in the uh, pro shop next week. We're not, you know, we're just celebrating together all of this idiocy we've done together. But in the um, meantime, prior to that, yeah, yeah go ahead. We've got a, we have we've our got a Labor sale. Day sale. Labor, Labor Day, Day 15. Is, Labor Day 15 is the promo code proshop.thefriedike.com. It's 15% off everything. I got to say, listen, like, you want to be you want to be the guy that's got the throwback logo, that's got the retro logo. Now's yeah. your chance. Get it yeah. now. I think I got it. I think one miss is we didn't do anything with the original shotgun start logo for this so for this run. Oh, yeah, no. we'll do that. We'll do like Mitchell and Ness style throwback hat or something of like the original with like shotgun start logo. I don't know. But yes, if you get, get your stuff, there's 15% off Labor Day 15. We got a really good assortment of like be dratty stuff in there. A bunch of good hats, buckets, visors. Uh, it's 15% off all week. Prints, prints are, are running hot and heavy off the uh, printer, I suppose you would say. But uh, yeah, Labor Day 15 gets you 15% off everything in there. That is through Monday, 9-4. Um, all right. All right. Anything else you guys say? Well, I, I just love that you're breaking in and out. It's, no. it's, it's great. It's, it's, uh, um, it's perfect, for, perfect for this episode. You're just breaking up and choppy yeah oh yeah choppy it's it's just like a retro episode we're just we're just throwing it back you know cute oh well sorry i thought i thought it was going pretty well i'm on a hot spot here in my car um all right let's do right i love that we've recorded our last two podcasts on on hot spots that's uh real professional of us well i mean if we were going to be professional, it would have changed things around here a long time ago. I got to say, um, I you know the biggest sign of of my fatigue. I'm I'm not. I'm I was excited to get back to the standing desk, and I've been sitting all day today. Just... <laughs> all right. Well, everyone, attack and enjoy the weekend. You get your rest. Hey, where, everybody, where's LDW on your on your holiday hierarchy? High, really high up. There. I think I honestly mean... might be my favorite. I don't know that it beats like Thanksgiving. 
I think it beats Thanksgiving. I I think I'm I'm starting to 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 venture out. I think the thing that I appreciate, and maybe you could call me, you know, a bad person for this or selfish or whatever, is I feel like, you know, other holidays are all like, you're all, you're bound to schedule, you know, you're bound to something. And I think the oh, thing I like about yeah. La- Labor Day weekend, sometimes you're with your family. Sometimes you go yeah. on an adventure. Some You don't know what Labor Day weekend has in store for you on an annual basis. I know what Thanksgiving is going to be. I know what Christmas yeah. is going to be. I know what sure. 4th of July is. Like that's you're you're doing XYZ. Labor Day weekend is I think maybe it might be my favorite holiday because literally you don't know what you're going to do. You could do anything. The world's your oyster. You have no obligations to anybody except for yourself. It's just a, a nice break for yourself. It is a, you know, and obviously there's other reasons for the holiday, but I just think Labor Day weekend might be the best holiday. I'm, I'm going to plant the flag. It's my favorite holiday because you don't ever know what you're going to do. So you never, you weren't one of those people locked into TPC Boston for Friday through <laughs> Monday for six hours a day. That didn't dominate your, your Labor Day weekend back when that was the schedule. No, no. In fact, I think, I mean, well, let me tell you. Do you know where it would be a great place to watch golf on Labor Day weekend? Where? Boston. Yeah. It'd be delightful. Well, I mean, great weather. It'd be better than watching golf in, in Atlanta at the end of August. We didn't even talk really about the heat down there last on, on Monday. I think we did. <laughs> I think we hit it. We hit it enough. Yeah, it was hot. It was bad. It was sweaty. It was like a hundred degrees. Seemed to take the air out. You know, the energy out of the place. So, but I do like. Uh, yeah. I would watch. I. You know, this is the thing about Labor Day weekend. It does allow for golf because I remember locking into Boston sometimes. You know, sometimes I wouldn't yeah. be locked in, but you know, there's be that Monday you're just laying on the couch. You might Monday be worse finish. for the wear. And you yeah. might be watching watching Boston and taking a couple naps while you watch it. There you go. Um, it's a great, it's way up there. It's high. It's September's the best month. Uh, we are, I am full of life and excited to take this month on college football back on Saturday. Um, who, who, are you for month, the col- who, who are you rooting for this year since, since Boston College isn't really a D1 team? Oh, get out of here. We're rooting for BC. They'll be fine. They'll be all right. We got a big quarterback. He's got a big arm. We'll see. I mean, you know, we might lose the Holy Cross here. Um, in week two, but uh, we got a good fight with uh, Northern Illinois first. Who the Huskies? For, the Huskies are always for, frisky. I know. I the problem. Well, I don't want to get into a college football take, but like, they, what else are we going to talk about? We those got, teams are there's, like there's like one golf tournament going portal, on this week. They get portaled to death. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. That is true. We got Walker Cup. Let's do some Ryder Cup cleanup. Let's do some Ryder Cup cleanup. Um, I don't think. We hammered home enough on Wednesday. We got we hammered Zatch. You know, we hammered him and then threw the floor again. Oh, you want to go back in on it, huh? No. You're going back for more. No. I would just like to say, I see some people suggesting JT is being slandered, that the takes are outrageous and hot. Like, I haven't seen that. Maybe I'm missing it. Maybe there's LiveBots doing that. I don't think JT's been getting crushed. I think people are pushing back like this wasn't the boys club or a political thing, which is completely false and baseless there. That argument is done. It's out the window. 
you can argue that this is the best way to make the team put the friends and buddies together. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to that. You can argue it. You can argue this was the right way to make the team. But what you cannot deny anymore is that there's not a political, a heavy political buddy system uh, influencing heavily the construction of the team. And I quote Mr. Freddie Couples back on radio again, just letting it rip after his Cam Young faux pas. He says, I like Keegan. He's an older guy and he's not in tight with them. Speaking of this young sort of cabal, the young cohort. He's an older guy and he's not in tight with them. If that had 20% to do with it, I won't argue that. That is an admission. Keegan's admission that he tried to get in tight early in that quote, you know, when he first got, you know, left off the team, that he was trying to get better with some of the guys he thought would be on the team, is a full-blown flashing light indication that, like, yes, this is a political buddy system. You have hey. Max Homa is buddies with JT. JT's buddies with Speed. Speed and JT and Homa are buddies with Ricky. Can I present something? Can I present something? My boy Rick. Literally, Zatch is using the quote, my boy Rick. That's not exactly... I would suggest maybe don't speak that way. Hey, can I just present? Can system. I present something as, yes. a, as a as a as a just a comment in this? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. just maybe, the people suggesting there's no buddy system are in the buddy system, <laughs> or friends of the buddy system, agent, you know, certain, you know, whatever, somehow Agency connected ties. to the buddies. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, Equipment ties. Everything's connected. Broadcast partners. Broadcast partners. You know, like, these are all, you know, I don't know. There's, uh, if you're, if you comment on golf for a living, if you, if you are, there is an incentive uh, to being buddies with top players, you know, that gets you information. It gets you access in different things, but it also could color just the the general discourse on on a subject and it's it's yes. it's and so you know listen like this there's no there's no merit-based argument for J, jt and i think there is no. a, a a team chemistry argument i i will buy that like i'm in on that but you can't say that this is going to be the best team based off of off of play and form right because he's it- he's been as Data Golf puts, he's the 57th best player in the world right now, and maybe that turns around. I'm not like I'm not writing JT off. He could go no. and play amazing. He's one of the best players in the world when it's right. I mean, he's like one of the five best players in the world when it's right. But this selection screams of a very political um, buddy selection. Yes. So that's that. And you know what? I'm willing, like I said, I'm willing to accept the argument that this is probably what's the best team is to make sure these guys are comfortable with each other and friends and stuff like that. But I will not accept any sort of denial that there isn't a buddy system and heavy, heavy political influence on the construction of the team. And Freddie Couples has come out and said it using the terms, my boy, like it's just, they're not exactly even hiding it. So that's fine. But then to try and then deny it a day later or two days later that, um, you know, this that it there that didn't play a part is is silly. So I don't accept that. But maybe that's the right way to build the team going forward. That's um, the thing. That's the thing about this, right? Is like it it all comes yeah. down to three days and how people play. And yep. 
it could be the it could have been the right decision even if the U.S. team loses, right? You could yep. say like you could yep. come. It, it it's not a. That's the thing. I I think this is very similar. One of the things that always gets me. It, it just like I love it. I get my popcorn out every draft every year at NBA NFL draft time when like people just are you know these fans just go. Or just get irrationally mad about draft picks, and it's like well, we haven't even seen them great. play. Yeah. And it's like yeah. you don't think that that now, like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, but I'm also gonna go back on this uh, to to what would you know with Zach? You don't think your GM, whose job and your scouts, whose job is to watch golf or to watch football or basketball, evaluate these players? And understand who might be a fit for your team. You're not gonna give them a shred of of uh, of you know, like leniency with these picks. You're just gonna kill them. It's like, well, maybe maybe there's something they like about this guy. You know, and you see this all the time. People kill picks, and then they turn what? out great, and pe- and fans are excited about them, right? But but with Zach, I think the performance <laughs> earlier this week. Kind of throws the whole like thing out of the water because he couldn't even speak to the players he was picking. It was not like you know a GM going up there like I you know I know that the Bears everybody was upset when the Bears didn't take Jalen Carter um, when they traded down didn't take Jalen Carter yeah. traded down to take this offensive tackle. But then like Ryan Pace gave like an, a very eloquent and and oh. detailed. Description of why he loved Darnell Wright, the tackle they took. And I was like, oh, this guy sounds good. I'm excited. I'm excited about this guy. But, like, this is, like, the thing is Zatch got up there and he gave no reason, no quantitative reason other than just unequivocal hyperbole about these players, this this wishy-washy born for this shit. And that's the problem is he didn't actually like it when somebody asked about course fit, he just brushed it off like, you know, people wouldn't understand. That's the issue is that like there was no. And, and listen, as I said, they, this could be the right decision, even if the U.S. team loses. It's just the whole execution of it was terrible. It was hard to watch. Was there... <laughs> yeah. Was there a, a now we've like couples? I love him just sort of pulling the pulling the wall, you know, pulling the curtain down. On, on yeah, he's not in type with the young guys, so that's probably played an argument. Played summer, a, summer hours, argument. we're eighteen um, minutes in, and we're just. I know. I was about to ask you: Was there a Bears or Bulls pick? Like you just where you throw this philosophy out the window when you knew it happened, you hated it. This will be a disaster. I and like you just I don't care I'm not giving this one time I hate this it's going to be terrible was it like Mitch what are we thinking for that with Bears or Bulls um let's see the I mean the Bulls I I think like Jeff Teague was was a bad one but that was a late round pick right you know it's yeah, uh later yeah. I mean I I like go back to like Cedric Benson for the Bears that was you know, we already had Thomas Jones, and they p- yeah. picked Cedric Benson, and then he and then he p- that pissed off Thomas Jones, and then Cedric Benson <laughs> wasn't very good. You know, re- you know, rest in peace, Cedric Benson. You know, 
Um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's so many. I mean, there's so many bad Bears picks. Like any quarterback. But I'm just saying, like one that you knew right away. Like I'm not going to give the leniency on this. This is a disaster. Do you I have one like for the Browns? I mean. I'll just fully cop to having a high level of excitement. I was all in, but I acknowledge that there was like a 70% chance it would be a disaster with Johnny football, Johnny Manziel. I was so excited about it. I was all in, but I acknowledge Brandon Whedon, got to say, knowing the Browns franchise history of that prior 15 years and then I figured that was going to just not work. Hey, that was Brandon, Brandon Whedon is a Friday uh, yeah. event winner. So you, you don't right. slander. Yeah. Don't slander. I'm not. You know what was a I'm bad not. it was a bad pick that yeah. just a really bad pick that nobody was in on right off the bat for the Bears. What? Everybody hated is is Chris Williams. He was a tackle from from Vanderbilt. That, yes, I, and it's I like, remember that. You know, the whole theory was like you just you never never take a football player from Vanderbilt high. Like he didn't he play I don't think he even like started a game for the Bears. He got injured right away and he was just <laughs> it was a disaster. I mean if you look at the Bears picks, I mean there are some bad ones. Shea McClellan, Gabe Karimi, Kevin White. Do you remember Kevin White? The wideout, right? From disaster. West yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Had some, I mean, I say that as a Browns fan. He's had probably, probably as many misses in the top five. NBA side, Anthony Bennett, number oh, one gosh. overall. I, I lacked a lot of enthusiasm for that pick right away. Well, but that was a bad draft. That was a horrendous draft. It was a bad draft. But you just, I mean, you get a number one overall pick and you're just kind of like, oh, I don't know. Um, all right. That does it for a little Ryder Cup leniency bit. Um, on the other side of the pond, some intriguing pairings over in Switzerland, Kranz Montana or Kranz Sir Serene, whatever it is. Um, Ludwig Aberg playing with two assistant captains. Bobby Mack playing with two assistant captains. There's some sneaky stuff going on the Ryder Cup website. Ludwig Aberg already has a shell built out for his player. Um, I think, I think it's, it seems like he's in. You see the uh, now. This is a team that that might might understand course fit and uh and things yeah i was i, yeah. I did a fried egg pod it'll be up tomorrow as you could listen to it right after you listen to this pod with uh okay. joseph lamania he was talking course fit he's like the biggest thing he sees with course fit is is the driver um i'm paraphrasing what he said yeah. it's accuracy yeah. and distance is going to be a big advantage there are a bunch of drivable par fours um so distance is a huge advantage and uh yep. did you see the justin ray stat since Ludwig Aberg turned pro, he yeah. just led the yeah right drive the drive. off the tee right yeah he's be, he's ahead of Rory and yeah. Scheffler yep. now yep. there's one now like if you're thinking about analytics driven decisions right you know this is where the Europeans have this is why the task force was created because the Europeans were just kicking their ass the U.S. team's ass with like making smart picks like this is an example. Ludwig Aberg has an absolute weapon at a golf course that's going to reward that weapon. You know, you know the yeah. U.S. team. You know what they had? They had a guy cool. that's just in the same same stratosphere as those guys off the tee. Oh, Cam Young. You're Cam talking. Young. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who also is ninth yeah. in points. Who's who's been left home? Yeah. I mean, I, it's interesting because we're talking about Aberg, who like on paper. 
um, is probably like in the JT range. Like he's kind of off the map, right? He's played well. He's played a lot better golf. Like he has a body of work here in three months that is suggestive of someone who can compete uh, at a very, you know, instant age. But it's kind of like a guy that's down the board, down the points, down all these things like JT, but there's like a little different method to the madness other than like the heart and soul exemption. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But Aberg seems in line for a spot. Bobby Mack, the great, the great disruptor. And this is getting into the Bern Wiesberger territory from uh, Wentworth two years ago. Um, Yannick Paul won't is go playing away. Well, won't go away. He has a chance. He's got a chance. He's playing well in uh, Switzerland. Um, I, like it's it's within Nosferatu's doing the calculations. He's he's a T four. McIntyre um, is you know T thirty four, and Paul could be a two way T three. This is Nosferatu, and he could overtake Bob. It's really close that he could get a points uh, Euro points list exemption over McIntyre, which would be. Sort of, sort of astounding. We could have Yannick Paul versus Justin Thomas or Yannick Paul versus Brian Harmon. Probably didn't see that at the start of the year. Well, how about this pairing? I love the pairings. You know, they got Aberg with the assistant captain, Ryder Cup du jour here, you know. They're giving, yeah. it's it's yeah. like when uh, DL3 gets Cam Young and Zell Torres, you know. They're just giving yeah. DL3s <laughs> getting a look. Cole starts. Is maybe maybe right? yeah Molinari Colstarts might be having a Caesar salad with uh, with Aberg after <laughs> American Caesar salad, um, but the other pairing is Big Shot Bob, yeah. Yannick Paul, and the Marunk Man. Those are three primetime candidates. Is that like a? Is that like a? Like a hell in the cell match or something, Feels loser like, leaves town thing. Yeah. Like to throw them together. How about the DP World Tour getting cheeky with it? There, they're milking, milking whatever they can. I wonder if uh, LD put his thumb on the scale. Probably, I'm sure. I'm sure. And Bobby Mack seems moderately safe. We'll see. They, they well, what if what if, uh, what if Bobby Mack gets dumped because he's is he qualifying on world points right now? Yes, well, that's the one that Paul could overtake. Yeah. Yes, Paul I'll, could knock him out of the last spot. It'll be it'd be interesting because like it, it feels like Marunk is 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 a prime contender for one of the picks, right? Um, because he won out there, makes a lot of birdies. Most importantly, physically imposing individual. I think I think you get there's some physicality to the European team between Septic Tank, Marunk. Yeah. And then Fleetwood's caddy, Fino. Fino. That's a good point. Is that Fino? Fino. 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 Yeah. The U.S. doesn't have a lot of big boys on their team. There's no Fino's, not there. DJ's gone. Um, They got Rom. I mean, Rom's a legit on the Euro side. Rom's a big, big boy. Yeah, he's got shoulders. Um, Interesting. That's like my son's football team. Got a bunch of skill position players that can't block. They're in a little trouble. I mean, they can run all over people but they're just getting blown on up up front interesting that's that's in, that's maybe where you go with Morocco. all right that's your european tour update we'll get those picks on uh monday morning uh we'll figure out our recording schedule i don't know if we're gonna do labor day what we'll, we'll see but we'll have a well, full we probably should full do roster. we should do uh we should do the the tuesdays the fifth okay that's okay. the anniversary we can do that. you know we, 
Okay. Was it the fifth of September? Like I that was the so. day. Well, let me look. Okay. I'll I'll go back and. Look. I don't know that that's true. The the I thought we came out on the Wednesday. It was around a mink, right? Phil had just been picked for Paris. Oh. Phil, Tiger, and Fina. I think. Let me log in. Let me log in to this uh, old system. I'll I'll we'll keep talking and and I'll get you this answer. You could just look at second. the calendar of September 2018 and see what the yeah, Wednesday that, was. That would be there too go, too right? easy. You know. Well, um, we could have could have released. I that was when we were doing, you know, uh, scheduled releases. You know. Right. Right, we would draft it and schedule now, it. Yeah. COVID, COVID just threw a you know, Luke, uh, you Luke know, at that. that at at that time nobody was doing Monday recap shows. We were innovators in the space. <laughs> we had a goal. yeah, we had the schedule. We I don't know. We yeah, didn't know if we'd have enough time to fill. But now that yeah, everybody's there's a lot of a uh, lot of chatter and uh, um. I want to move on to the next cup, Walker Cup. I'm in my car. I got people like walking up to my car looking and wondering what's going on. You're hollering. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm in the DC area. Normally, got this laptop open in his car. It could be like the feds or something around here, you know? This website um, website still has the old logo. I think we should go, maybe we should go back to the old logo. For how long? Like next week? No. Just permanently, um, permanently go. Maybe you're right. Go Wednesday back. the fifth. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday the fifth. I told yeah, you. Yeah, it took me four seconds. Or, to find the title was Orientation, Layartis, and the Ryder Cup. We talked about Bry- right. Bryson's ascent. Eh. Well, see how it was twenty nine minutes long. That's we're, we go. oh we're, man, we're, we're at twenty nine. We're at twenty nine <laughs> minutes. Just about twenty nine <laughs> minutes right now. Okay, moving on. Walker Cup, we have just the kind of stupid controversy this podcast was created for. There is anger and skepticism about the hats that the, the American w- side are wearing. They wear W hats? Yes. yes, the Euro tour, the European press, and I believe one of them was a good friend of ours that we love, that we, that we, we appreciate and love, is... You know, seems put off by these hats and think they're suggesting that it stands for win. That they're trying to, they're just, they're, they're presumptuous. Didn't they wear, didn't they wear them last year? Yes. Last time? They've done it. I have our Hatgate correspondent over an old course, Brentley Romine, who tipped me off, said this has been a big storm inside the media center. That they're suggesting this is presumptuous and cocky, that they've got a W for win on their hat. I think it stands for Walker Cup. It's for I think George W. Bush was there when these were like they've been wearing them for a decade now. This W, there were like no fewer than like five questions to the team in the press conference about this. They're getting popped for this. Gordon Sargent's asked to comment why is W smaller than the other W. Uh, Mike McCoy has to answer for this. Like what this all means? What does it stand for? The hats have created a controversy, and the Euro press. There's even a there was like a headline in the scotsman about like whether it was like you know poor sportsmanship and class or something like that it's just amusing a uh, bit of the, the, the dumbest controversy ever but uh the w hats the walker cup are stirring up controversy the walker cup will be on television golf channel 8 30 to 2 on saturday 8 to 2 on sunday at the old course what coffee just gonna golf. be a delightful watch coffee yeah. golf Great i, got, coffee I golf. might have to get up early lock in Thanks. you know Big Sarge is, you know, driving number six. Brentley had a long article about just him ripping. It sounds like all these young guys are just going to rip driver. 
my, for to to yonder. My but. anniversary is this weekend. Do you think? Uh, you think the morning of, I uh, I wake up extra early, set an early alarm, get a hop out of bed, and uh, and turn on the Walker Cup. Do you think that's a that's a good idea? Your wedding anniversary is this weekend. Yeah. Hey, one of these times, maybe behind the paywall, we got to get the story of your wedding from your cousin, who loves to narrate some of the circumstances surrounding your wedding. Just like, like how things went awry. Maybe they <laughs> got back on the rails. Maybe they did it. What a mess! Certain things happen. The, you know, the cliffs. The cliff are there was a, there was no tent in a rain in a in a rain delay. There was a there was a there was a fight, and then there was also an ambulance that was called that. You know, at one point we thought someone might have died. <laughs> I mean, that is the Cliff Notes version. Your wedding was a scene, from what I understand. Just by <laughs> so, yeah, then someone someone had to be had to had to take a cold shower too. <laughs> In the middle of the wedding? Yeah. At the venue? All right. All right. There we go. Oh, we'll get pa- that. Might, so have happy been pa- might have been passed out in the shower. All right. We'll get that from uh, your cousin at some point. Happy anniversary to you and uh, Mrs. Friday. All right. Let's do some golf advice. SGSGolfAdvice at gmail.com. This is summer Friday hours, so I may be shorter than I wanted to be. But uh, we've got some good good submissions. All right. This is a longer one from a friend of the program. Bear with me, but it's great. Uh, a, few years, a few years ago, my boss called me on a Saturday night and said, Quote, I'm hurt and I need you to fly to New York and play in a very important golf tournament Monday. What was he I hurt? I was like, sure. How's he hurt? I don't know. He's got, we know, need he more follow-up. We need or, some, some all right. follow-up. <laughs> Worse for the wear. I uh, love, also, I love, people are coming up to me and introducing themselves with aged kids and, and yeah, interest yeah. in fighting. And they oh, yeah. it all day Monday at the event. It was It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> 48, two kids not interested in fighting. That's just the best trend. Um, all right. I need you to fly to New York and play in a very important golf tournament Monday. I was like, sure. The company hosting the tournament is a major airline and took over the cl- a club on Long Island for the day. The more you paid, the higher up the C-suite you got. And my employer paid over $20,000 to the charity. So I was playing with the president of the airline, who was a serious player and well-connected in the golf world. Upon arrival, I check in, grab a coffee, and head to the putting green. I noticed two men that I assumed were father and son, and the son is about as iced up as I've ever seen anyone on a golf course. He was probably 25 to 30 years old, had large diamond studs in both ears, a gaudy diamond-encrusted Rolex, and a necklace with a diamond crucifix. Oh, that's good. Just, that makes means you love Jesus more. Jesus Christ, uh, your Lord and Savior, if it's you got $100,000 of jewelry around the crucifix. Uh, we're probably talking about 150000 in jewelry on the sun alone. The dad is similarly bedazzled, save for the earrings. I remember thinking, please, God, not these two. And then the prayer quickly changed to, actually, maybe these two guys would be fun. As they made their way to the area where the carts are staged, I noticed they were in the cart right next to my bag. We were indeed together. Group 10B is me and the president of this major airline in one cart and this father-son duo iced up in the other. I find the president on the range. We'll call Jack. I introduce myself, tell him my boss was hurt in an accident, supporting the charity. I also noticed the father-son duo warming up. Decent players, not good, but decent. 
When we get to our first hole, the tenth, I finally meet the father's son. Quote, good to see you. I'm Michael, and this is my son, Michael Jr. A nice introduction. Or I, I think we're changing names here. Uh, I don't know that the, whatever their names were. He then cut right to the chase. Quote, what do you do? So I told him I was a uh, blank blank and asked, what about you? And he said, my company handles all the waste services at <laughs> Sopranos. Blank, not to give away in New York. Yes, we're in Long Island. As he handed me a card. It was then that I noticed his Italian last name and quickly figured out his company name was an anglicized version of his surname. Clever. I really hate to generalize, but two Italian guys from Long Island with diamonds everywhere who work in waste management. These are for sure made guys, I thought to myself. Tread carefully. The format was a shamble. Best drive of the foursome, and everyone plays their own ball from there, and we count two best balls. As the rules were being read over the bullhorn, our four caddy comes over. <laughs> this is such a winding tale, but good one. He's an absolute doppelganger for Alex Rodriguez, but five ten, like five ten. Mike Senior, a huge Yankees fan, says, "Hey, look at this guy! <laughs> Holy shit!" Loudly, I'm going to call you a Rod all day, my friend. His tact and poor timing does not impress the airline executive who was paying attention to the pro trying to give us the rules for the day. <laughs> so you got this guy. Yeah. All right. Just before we went out, I saw Mike Sr. give A-Rod, who's the four caddy now, where he's just going by A-Rod, a handshake that probably had 300 to $500 in it. Then he walks over to me and says, I took care of the caddy, so we don't have anything to worry about. Let's just win this thing. I'm thinking, fuck, here we go. The whole thing feels weird, and I haven't hit a single shot. <laughs> Our first hole, 10, is a dog leg right, like 350 yards. Jack hit one about 220, so I decided to cut the corner. I hit it good to very good, but didn't kill it. Guy, this emailer is a pretty good player, knows his stuff. I was thinking if I cleared the trees, I'd have 40 or 50 yards left to the green. As we come around the corner, the dog leg, A-Rod has given me the thumb up quote you drove the green <laughs> so the guy knows when he doesn't hit it right and he's like i'm 50 yards short a rod said he drove the green jack is all excited the executive the mics are excited i meanwhile melting inside knowing i all caps did not hit it well enough to drive the green and that a rod is in on the fix that i want no part of stunts like this went on all day we got a roll. We got on a roll early, and as we were, you know, T box, Mike Senior pulled me over and said, "It would be really big if we win this thing. I mean, big, all caps. You hear me? I need you to keep playing well." And I was like, Mike, and I was like, Mike, and then I tried to find the words to say something to the effect of, "We cannot cheat in this deal, and I know A Rod and you are trying to fix this. It's not worth it." But instead, I said something stupid like, "A lot of golf left." As the round goes on. Jack is telling amazing stories about flying on the Concord, playing golf with Sean Conner Connery. He's a delightful. Meanwhile, A-Rod is busy doing his four-caddy thing. For example, <laughs> Mike Jr. hit a passive sweeping fade that probably went 200 yards, but ended up 275 in the middle of the fairway. <laughs> on one par five from about 280 out, Mike Sr. somehow hit a three-wood greenside that my, <laughs> that my eye had 200 in the right rough. <laughs> It was getting egregious, and much to my dismay, Jack, the airline executive, was either oblivious or knew and was just enjoying A-Rod's service. Either way, he wasn't <laughs> saying anything. As far as I was concerned, my choices were, A, protect the field and call out A-Rod and Mike Sr. <laughs> and potentially face the wrath of a mobster on Long Island with the ability to receive faint injury and disassociate myself from the team entirely. 
I need some retroactive SGS golf advice. Thank you, Daryl in Long Beach. P.S. It was an uncomfortable, it was as uncomfortable a situation as I've been in on the golf course. This is someone who plays a lot of golf. The after golf auction was almost more uncomfortable because the two mics were outbidding everyone on everything. He was well over 100K in auction uh, experience for, you know, these various, you know, experiences and, you know, batting practice with the major league team, private jet B- stuff. Batting like that. practice with oh. A Rod. Actual no, A Rod. No. Uh, parenthetically added, we did not win. Uh, I'm still in touch with some of the people, uh, or, uh, the airline executive. So, um, all right. What do you do there? What do you do? Well, given you don't know that these guys are, are potentially bad uh, or dangerous guys, mean, <laughs> mean guys. What are you doing? I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going along for the ride. I, I'm going to feel bad at the end of it, but I, I know, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't need any. I'm not. I'm 37. I got one kid, and you know what? I'm not interested in doing fighting, swimming with the fishes, anything, anything that could happen, anything that could run afoul <laughs> with this. <laughs> and the best part is, you didn't win. It was you still didn't win. Somebody else cheated probably more and won. So you know this this thing worked out great. You you didn't say anything. They're, they probably are like, you should have seen this guy hit a golf ball. He drove the first green, you know, and you were just a you were just a, a vehicle for them to play better. And they probably they probably really enjoyed your time. I'm not getting in any trouble with my life over a charity Monday outing, a charity outing like I'm not I'm not that's that's not the point especially playing with somebody that I might suspect as some, you know, can, could have some bad intentions. If I cross them, I'm not crossing them in that situation. This is not like a, a state am. I'm not, uh, I, I just, I'm not getting going there for, for, you know, this situation. What about you? I mean, just the details of how obvious it was. He hit it rough for the green, you know, 200 knots, <laughs> 280 next to the green in the red. Um, you know the mics, you know, two hundred becoming two seventy-five. Uh, I I don't think I'm saying anything to those guys, right? Maybe no. you pull a rod uh, off to the side and be like, "Yo, you're getting a little too." I know what's going on. I'm not going to th- confront my partners. Well, let's make it a little more subtle. Maybe that's sort of the happy medium to uh, negotiate. Of course, a rod has these. Mean, mean guys threatening, you know, staring at him. So he's got to balance that. You tell him to be more subtle versus the other guys who might have a little more power telling him to let it rip. So that might be the middle ground I'd shoot for. It's like, hey, man, just try to make it a little more subtle. I know what's going on. But, yes, I would probably not advise confronting and just being, you know, the 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 sort of moral conscious in this situation. I, I want some more follow up too. I want to know if uh, if our if our uh, listener here has talked to Jack about this since since he's still in touch with the airline exec. Has has he talked about Mike Mike Senior and Mike Junior? That's what I, um, I would love he, to know if if it, they've talked about it in in you know years since this this outing. He did say something that they still talk. I, I can't find the email now. Yeah, but, that's what um, he said. He said he keeps in touch. I'm curious if they've they've had uh, had a discussion says, of Mike Senior and Mike Junior over beers since. No, he says I've never told him about the fix that the two guys tried to pull. 
So he says he still hasn't brought it up yet. Well, yeah. I think that would be a great story. It would be a great, great body because who knows? The guy probably was like, I, he might have been like, listen, I'm an airline exec. I'm not doing anything to cross these guys. I'm enjoying my life. I'm enjoying my giant paycheck. And this is, this is a situation that I don't want a part of. Uh, that's a good one. We've now had Hezbollah territory and we've had the potential like New York mafia. I don't know. We've had a lot of good golf advice. Do, should we do one more? We're going to wrap up this summer Friday hours. What do you want to do? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. We can barely hear you. Everybody you're... enjoy your long weekend. Oh, enjoy your long weekends in the States. Uh, if you have a holiday, thank you for your continued support of this podcast. Hit the uh, Pro Shop, Friday Pro Shop, Labor Day 15 for 15% off. Uh, we will be back. Oh, we're shipping you. all over the place now, too. We're Everybody that's been yelling, hollering at us about about our, our internet lack of international shipping, it's going all over the place. Check it out. It's going to the UK. It's going to Australia. It's going to Canada. I, I don't know where else Very it's going. Exciting. But it's going all Very over exciting. the place. So, you know, no more complaints. We're we're doing it. We're filling out customs forms. We're doing all that stuff. Great. Very excited. ProShopTheFriday.com, uh, Labor Day 15. All right. Thank you guys for your continued support. Enjoy your weekends. <laughs> <laughs>